This is episode 39 of the Gamer Sushi Show. This week we talk about Arkham City, Uncharted 3, Assassin's Creed, and play percentages. This is episode 39 of the Gamer Sushi Show. I'm Eddie. I'm Jeff. I'm Anthony. And I'm Nick. We are Sans Canadian. We are Mitchless. A moment of silence. USA. USA. So Mitch is gone, so we can talk trash about his country. This is know, the it's, it's an America cast. cast. It's America cast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everything needs to just we just need to like go on full America. We need like a theme song. We Very need Ameri- we need song. more yeah. more bald eagle calls throughout the cast. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good. Yeah. So so a friend of mine once uh, described a band he didn't like as sounding too Canadian. Oh and man. I said, yeah. I mean. Too much. So too he much he, he used Canadian as a, a derogatory term. I don't God, even know what so that Canadian. means. Does that mean that the well, band was, is too nice? He was describing not a surf. Oh. Yeah, I could actually... I totally get what he's saying. <laughs> I love that you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That no, makes sense. <laughs> I have more moose bell. No, I totally get it, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like we should start this cast by updating everybody on you know what's sure at the, the forefront of their minds. Resident Evil 6. Here's our Yay. update. It is a game. It is still coming out in Here's the thing. There's a rumor that it's going to have six-player co-op. Holy shit. Yeah. How do they do that? There okay, aren't enough happens, screens. I'm going to have to like, make my brother buy it. I don't know, but so it was the game's official Xbox.com marketplace, which has now been altered. Said one to six players? Said, said two to six players for online co-op. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Hmm. Along with online multiplayer for two to eight. Is what it was saying. Now, so wait, are you going to be able to play every one of the protagonists and each one of the assistants through the entire game? Or I don't know. Like or do the they ice, just like mm. like even because two player co op felt like great for Resident Evil Fives? But yeah, I, lo- it, I love that. Yeah, that's like, the even only way to that play up it. to three to four changes everything. But remember what we were talking about last week? There's so many protagonists that it mm. might make sense that. I mean, you are doing it. So if you're doing six player co-op, you'd have to be in like completely different sections of the map. You couldn't have six people in one room. That just wouldn't work. Could you imagine if it was a thing kind of like a haunted house and all of you were in different spots trying to do stuff? <laughs> well, yeah. Or what if you had to like, what if you were in completely different parts of the map and you had to like time the stuff so that it, it synced up? That, that would be, be super cool. Mm. Oh, man. Well, I'm wondering if like fine. people just kind of sit out for a second. If it's like, okay, so now I'm just going to like not do this level and like Mitch is going to take mm. this one. Like, I don't know. Is that I don't mm. Now Here's another thing. They've Capcom. Now, part of it is just it's just the typical hype train because this is what video game companies are supposed to say. But they say that this is actually their biggest and most ambitious title they've made. Well, it looks like it from the trailer. That supposedly this, they've got 600 people working on Resident Evil 6. That's oh, just way too many oh, fucking speaking people. Speaking of large numbers, <laughs> um, <clears throat> this is going to be something I do. We're recording this podcast on Thursday, January 26th. There are 299 days until Resident Evil 6 comes out. <laughs> ah, <laughs> there you go. Yes. We need to. Yeah, I need to create that page. Well, so, so I was very how... upset with you for a second, Anthony, because I thought you were changing the subject from Resident <laughs> Evil 6, and we were about. To, I was about to pause the podcast and be like, Anthony. 
Eddie, you know we that's talk, not going to happen. <laughs> we talk only about Resident Evil 6 right now. <laughs> Resident Evil 6. The first five minutes of every podcast until the game is released. <laughs> will be the Resident Evil 6. <laughs> no, the first six minutes. Mm. <laughs> Clever girl. Right. I, I'm going to have to Anthony there. Yeah, no. Um, remember how I had this theory last week where... I don't know why. Six the, the the trailer um, seemed like each of the protagonists are, were sort of playing a different type of game. Mm-hmm. So like, yes. you know... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What if the co-op was like three groups of two playing different types of game at the same time that all interacts with each other? That sounds that was, too nutty, but awesome. Sounds ridiculous. I, I mean, I feel like the, they can't all be in the same place. They have to be in like different areas yeah, of the map like it or different like parts it would of the take world. The survival, uh, all, it's left for dead if they're all in the same place, right. killing zombies. You know what I mean? Like, but it, maybe it takes the survival out of it. Maybe, you know? but maybe that's what they wanted. Maybe they actually want to create every single type of zombie game in one at game the same time, at the same time. Well, no, yeah. they no, they. I mean, they even said one of the things they said last week is that they wanted it to be. They wanted to have a few more action. They wanted to appeal to everybody, which they want horror and action. Yeah, which part of me worries, but I feel like Resident Evil Five walked a fairly decent line. But they want to go. But Resident Evil Five people don't think a lot was, of action. Yeah, yeah, some people didn't think it was horror enough, and obviously, and they want to blend it. Now, the going, DLC for Resident Evil Five was very horror. Was so good. At least me and yes. Jeff were screaming well, our heads off. Oh, dude, I loved it. That like some of the best. The one in I the actually house? would say. The DL- yeah. DLC might be some of the best uh, gameplay experience in my entire life. Yeah. So. I wish that was in the game. Like that, me and you played it, Eddie. Remember, and it was different. Yeah, yeah it was different. Cause it was different from when me and Jeff played yeah. it, and so I was expecting something, and then all of a sudden there was like a dude that wasn't supposed to be there, and you flipped oh, out. Yeah, I I flipped out because <laughs> I was like, oh, me and because we were in sep- me and you were in separate spots or something, or were we together? I don't remember, but. Either way, it was like, yeah, it, it was a dude that wasn't there when me and Jeff played, mm-hmm. and then he was just there. Yeah. And I, I lost He, like, it. bust through a wall, and you were like, what yeah. the fuck is this? It's not supposed to be here! Because <laughs> <laughs> one of the things people complain about Resident Evil 5 uh, is that because there was another person there playing with you that the game wasn't as tense. But to me, it was actually almost more tense because that person could not die. Like, I needed to take care of that person yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it was like, oh, shit, just save me, me, save me, save me. Like... To me, that increased the tension. I don't know why other people didn't feel that way, but maybe I'm just a fanboy. Yeah. I also feel like I almost, I almost want to say, and I might be wrong about this, but I almost want to say every single person who's ever said anything bad about Resident Evil Five has never has never played it with has never played co-op has never played yeah. it with a real it, person. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I because I, mean, I, I played I played a the AI co-op afterwards. And it was it was fine. It didn't bother me, but I don't think I could have done it first. First, yeah, right. I did it first, and I had no issue with it at all. I mean, people were like, "Well, Sheva keeps using uh, ammo that I don't want her to use." Well, then don't fucking give her that ammo. <laughs> like, I gave her the here, Sheva. You use the submachine gun and the sniper rifle. The shit I'm not going to use, and I will use the stuff that I want to use. Like, I I didn't give her anything that I didn't want to be wasted. Like, how difficult is this? Yeah, you know, I actually still have Resident Evil Five. Do you really? I I oh, tried to sell it back on. once, a long time ago, and there's like a, there's a crack in the plastic ring in the center, uh. like and it it's not on the disc at all, and it's not it doesn't affect the disc. The disc works totally fine, but because there's like one tiny crack in the plastic in the center ring, he wouldn't take it. So I still have it. So 
I mean, if anybody else still has it, man, you just want to pop it in one day. <laughs> I'm, I don't just, know. I'm not dropping hints, but if you're picking up what I'm putting down, <laughs> we can play some Resident Evil 5. All right, all right. right. We probably hit our six-minute thing. Okay. We could. What's funny is that I I feel like I have to cut that off because we could easily go another five <laughs> to ten minutes <laughs> when I originally started as a joke, and then I'm like, yeah, we're talking about Resident Evil again. <laughs> Mr. Kennedy. Um some other video game stuff that happened this week. Uh, there's a rumor going around that Rocksteady is working on the next Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. <gasps> I, thought, I thought that was uh, debunked. I don't think it was debunked. God damn it, Jeff. Goodness. Are you telling me the was truth? Was it debunked? I hate you. Wait. Sorry. Find it. Where? Find the debunking. Well, now we've got to spend time finding okay. this. Come on, Jeff. Steady. Teenage I was just very excited. No, it's. I want to say like whatever... Uh, link you sent me like was updated with a, a debunked what oh my god well that just ruins everything i wanted to say about it sorry it would have been amazing and what's awesome. what site was it what site was it on vg247 VG. now it's a yeah the headline oh wait insider, insider denies, denies rocksteady's dmnt yeah. rumor okay well forget it Forget it. Just move sorry. on. It so would have been cool. But it would have been really not. cool. Now it's not. Even if it happens, it's not going to be cool. Because yeah, it's a unicorn now. See, now if anyone's paying attention, that helps run the Ninja Turtles franchise. <laughs> they need to can whatever they were doing and then go to this because people freaked out at, at the idea about this. Yeah, because THQ to take a hike and take it over to Rocksteady. Because okay, we won't talk about this very long because it is just rumor and now it's fake. But can you imagine how cool that would actually be if they designed a game kind of the way Arkham City was, but with the Ninja Turtles and then dealing with all the bad guys the way you dealt with in Batman Arkham City? I would play the shit out of that. Yeah, yes. totally. Guys, Arkham City is so freaking good. By the way, yes. I just wanted to point that out, just in case anybody wasn't sure about it. It's so freaking good. What's interesting is that how it, far into it are you now? I am. Uh, Harley just stole the the cure from Mister Freeze. I just beat up Mister Freeze. Okay, yeah. well, how cool good is that boss fight? It's so good because it's like because I'm sitting there and I'm like, what can I do? Everything. I got I got it. I was like, okay. Well, I can hide under the thing, and I can try to get... Okay, that totally worked. And I was like, okay, what else can I do? Jeff, I have can... you finished the game, by the way? Oh, yeah. No, I finished okay, it. Okay, I thought you did. I just wanted to be yeah. sure before we went, where we went. But yeah, I was no, like... No, I, I finished it like a while ago. I was like, oh, That's I'll try I to thought. sneak up behind him, and I'll do a sneak. He's like, oh, that totally worked. And then I'm like, okay. And then uh, finally, I was like, what else can I do? I was like, well, if he's walking away, I could try to float at him, I guess. <laughs> and then that worked, and I was like, okay, I think I've used everything I can do. And then I'm like, wait, there's this button I can press. Hold on, wait. I gotta make him go <laughs> sit in the water, and then I'm gonna fucking, and then I throw the batarang, and I was like, "What?" It was so cool. It you know what's cool so about cool. that is I died like right at the end of that boss battle, like some BS thing that he did killed me, and um, but you know, so then I played it. You know, I had to replay it, and then with the knowledge that I had from the first time. I beat the shit out of him. So, and it was so fun because I was just bouncing around the room like boom, 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 like with the, with the bat gel that was exploding stuff, and then the electric mm -hmm. thing. Like, oh god, it was. I felt so bad, man. It's so well, smart. It's so. Well, and then smart. Anthony sent a, a link around earlier this week that was uh, Lee Alexander on Gamma Sutra talking about Metal Gear Solid Three and its great boss fights, and what she wrote in it was like the best boss fights are the boss fights that require you to use every single skill you've learned up to that point kind of in a subtle way you know and that's exactly what arkham city did right there is it it makes you, you everything yeah, they make you yeah. use everything that batman has and you're like racking your brain uh, and it's really funny because uh, our friend chuck 
um, <laughs> Nikki was telling me that he was like, I hated that boss fight. I hated it so much. And I was like, why? I was like, it was cool. He was like, it was cool. It's fine. He's like, but I have Terminator nightmares where there's like a big dude just coming at me and I and he won't stop. And he's like, it's so the Mr. Freeze battle really freaked me out because it was all of my Terminator nightmares. Oh, God. That's too good. You know, it's funny, Eddie, about what you mentioned about what Lee Alexander wrote, um, because that boss battle, I think in the reviews, a lot of people didn't like that boss battle. No, uh, I Arkham think City one? Got, yeah, I think I a lot of people were like, oh, there's one battle where you have to know like every single thing to do and the controls are so complex. Oh my God. Like it's just, oh, I'm what? Just no, it was I so good. Like I, I feel like I, I read a bunch of good things about it. So maybe I, thought I, I read some bad ones. Yeah. So I, I maybe didn't, I, remember I didn't, uh, I think the overall the boss fights in the game aren't very good, but that one, hmm. that one stands out. See, I didn't, I didn't uh, hate it, but I, I didn't love it either. It, it was just kind of like confusing, and to, and then I figured out, and I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, I didn't have a strong reaction either way, but I, I can see why you guys loved it, but it didn't like grab me that same way because I was mostly confused for a long time. Jeff, you're out of the podcast. I guess. Oh no, <laughs> now we're down to three. But I, I, I don't know. I guess it's just how how it hits you, right? Like it, just, yeah. That's how it, it depends, and it just hit me like perfectly. Like I was like. Oh, oh, okay. I have to do all the tricks now. And then you were like, I'm Batman. Yeah, and, and then I was Batman. like, okay, I got to do all the tricks now. And then I was like, what other tricks do I have? What other tricks do I have? And that was the fun to me. That was the like, I don't know. That was that was the battle. Was It was like, it was, it was a mind game. You know what I mean? See here, I found what it was. Um, this is from the Wired Review. And he says that um, the game requires to use each of these gadgets and gizmos at certain key points, including during several boss fights. But it's difficult to remember how to use them under pressure since it seems like every button on the controller has about 11 different functions depending on the situation, it's difficult to remember what you even have in your arsenal. A better way to keep players from being confused would be not to have so many damn items in the first place. Guys, it's really not that complicated. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. It's well, really now, my, not. Now, my only complaint where it did get complicated is the shortcuts during combat. That's really? the one thing I couldn't yeah. remember. See, I it was, the, it was the, shortcuts the shortcuts for all the gadgets. But yeah. I just What's nice is, though, it has the menu where you can go into it yeah. and look and remember. That's well, so, every game so should have that. My, my advice as far as the shortcuts go, because I ended up getting like pretty pretty decent with those. I spent like hours. Did playing. you just do the combat challenges one night? Yes, I did the challenges. <laughs> yeah, I literally I would too. play those. I would play those for like three or four hours before I like first, um, before I even got into um, the main game, and that actually helped me deal with all the combat in the game a lot. Yeah, yeah, the game was a cakewalk after that. My only my only complaint with the game is that I am not very good at combat. Like I just don't I can't do it right. See, ser- so seriously, seriously like, like challenges. Yeah, I guess yeah, do so. the challenges and just like do nothing but practice. Because once I figured out how to do the oh I forget what it what it's like you time it right and he does a a powerful hit or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. I can't. Remember. Yeah, I could never anyway. time anything right. Yeah, well, because yeah, there's yeah. the one where you knock everybody down. Then there's another one that the one that I love is the one that knocks everybody out that's on the ground. Mm-hmm. Because that that saves you a lot of trouble because you can take out like three guys at once rather than yeah. Have what yeah. wait Never. what is that attack? It's like he jumps up in the air and throws batarangs at all of them. If they're but laying on the ground, they, they get knocked out. They're down. Certain, yeah. Like, if they're if they're laying down, then they're they're gone. Oh fuck you that! Only, I want you, that. You can only do those moves after you've strung together a certain number of combos. Like five to eight or something. Like and that. the best way to yeah. get combos is to, is to time like figure out how to do the timing for the. I can't remember the term it uses. Can you guys remember what it's what it's called when he like. Punches somebody really hard. It knocks them out. Is it just like a critical hit or something? Critical hit. Critical hit. So once you get the timing right for the critical hit, like if you can start stringing together critical hits, 
you'll you'll get your combos really quickly. Like it, it that is actually what. Yeah. Because for the longest time when I was doing combat, I was just doing like button mashing, just like yeah, I punch, will hit punch, 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 punch. Yeah. That gets you nowhere. That seriously, like that ruins you. What you need to do yep, is that's what I do. <laughs> seriously, like button mashing is the death of Batman in that game. What you need to do. Oh, I know. Is, is yeah. wait until like what is it like just before somebody's going to hit you or just after? Yeah, it's just before. I think I don't think it would help if it was just after. Or no, it's well. I'm trying to remember. It's like no, it's it's actually just after. No, no, I know what it is. It's just after you've landed a hit, right? Yeah, you got to hit the button again real quick. It's yeah. It's so, but you're timing it so that you're like hitting and then hitting again, and and like you'll end up like like knocking the shit out of everybody that comes yeah. out. Yeah, because then it does the red numbers, and it's like, and you just start taking everybody out. Yeah, he'll also like Mm. jump across the fucking room and knock somebody out. Yeah, but it's he gets even like swifter and more agile. It's also nice because you don't have to do that thing where you have to like stagger somebody and then knock them out. Yeah, just knocks them out immediately. It's such a time saver. But it's also a lot of. uh, I need to investigate this. Yes, seriously, like figure out how to do the critical hits. Practice in the challenges. uh, Oh, you also need to buy the upgrades for those too. I think. Yes, yeah, you do need the upgrades for combat. Yeah, I just I always did the other stuff because I sucked at combat, so I was like, I'm gonna do all my upgrades and that like, might be my why you still suit. suck at combat. <laughs> yeah. So the combo moves are definitely worth getting. Although God, I stupid wouldn't necessarily pull all of them off. I mean, some of them are hard to pull. Off I couldn't do the combat in Arkham Asylum either. So mm. yeah, I don't think I did either. But like, yeah, I, I finally figured it out. After well, a that's while. good. Maybe I'll look into that. It's not like I'm gonna. I don't think I'm gonna sell the game anytime soon because I'm kind of like yeah. I'm really into it. So. I'm glad we. I'm glad a conversation about the fake Ninja Turtles thing turned into a real conversation about Batman. By the way, so <laughs> I mean, so I don't know if I mentioned it, but I got like almost all 440 of the Riddler secrets. I think I was up to like 420 or something like that. I think I did all of them except the Catwoman ones. Uh, yeah, I was down. I was down to physical challenges. So I even found the Catwoman secrets. I just didn't do physical challenges because that. Dang, and, dude. Yeah, and I also didn't do any of the. Like I did the first batch of the AR, but I just could not deal with. Those are tricky. Yeah, those were so frustrating. And finally, I I, I just realized that it was getting to the point where it was stop stopping being fun, and it was worth like thirty four dollars as a trade in. <laughs> so I was just like, all right. Yeah, the I AR stuff. I only did the first one, but it was cool because like, you well yeah you get the like the thing. Did I already right. talk about this on the last cast that my favorite thing is yeah, flying on the side? Yeah, you talked about site? it a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that, like just that feeling of just being, knowing that you can get across the entire fucking map in like 90 seconds, if that, probably not even that, like it's just you need, exhilarating. you need it for the, um, the Zaz missions, really. Have you done any yeah, of the, the, the telephone yeah, stuff? Yeah, so I yeah. did the telephone stuff and then he just stopped calling. Like now he yeah. doesn't fucking call, and you I'm like to, almost done. You have to trigger done. some stuff at different points. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm almost done with it, and like, and it, and he just stopped calling, and I'm like, well, bro, you gotta call me again. Like, what's <laughs> up? What's up with that? Why haven't you really? called? I don't know what I was doing then to get him to call. Like, I, I'm not no, sure. No, he was calling like crazy. It for certain points in the game, it just yeah, it just goes through different things. But yeah, so basically, the you need. I couldn't that. find yeah. one of the. There was one of the missions where I couldn't get it to trigger, no matter what I did, and I had to like. There was like a weird thing where I had to like go into a place and then come back out and then go to a certain point and then it made it trigger it. But yeah, it was. That's I think weird. it was the um, the serial killer one. It like wouldn't trigger for me. But yeah, the guy who does the voice for Zaz is really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed listening. Like usually I'm like, oh god, shut up already. But like I really enjoyed listening to his stuff. Okay, well we're talking about Batman so for a while. We're gonna move yes. on. 
Um, one qu- last quick thing before we hit Uncharted 3. We're going to end up talking about Batman longer than Uncharted 3. <laughs> <laughs> um, Xbox has, Microsoft has announced that they're going to phase out Microsoft points. Really? Yay. Yay. <laughs> they're going to go to, they're going to go to real, currency. real monies. Yes. Hmm. Which makes me so happy, and I know we probably won't talk about this very long, but I just I thought it was worth mentioning. Because will they give us money for the points we already have? Yeah, I, I was about to do. say. I was about to say, <laughs> what am I going to do with those like eighty random points? Yeah. So I mean, well, I mean, Microsoft hasn't said this. It's just a report that's going around, and they haven't denied it. So mm. that they're gonna that they're gonna phase out the points, which to me, I mean, the points seem. It just they just seem like a relic of like a time when a time when like people weren't buying stuff online on their consoles and it was like, how can we trick them into spending more money? You know what I mean? Like, but that's not a question anymore. Right. I actually By the way, I actually spend less money sometimes because of it. Because it's like pff, yeah, totally. points, but I don't want to buy ten dollars worth. Yeah, I because actually gamers, did, ahead, I think I think if I could have bought Bastion for Dollars, I might have been more willing to buy it on there, but also it was you know five dollars on on the computer, so yeah. that was a lot easier. Because gamers can um, find something wrong with anything. People are already upset about that uh, the points going away because they can't use the Amazon specials to buy the points for cheaper. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't think about that. Wait, wait, a shit on my parade. Whatever, I don't care. I'm still, I just don't want yeah. to use real money because then I don't have to buy more than I need. Yeah, I would actually be be hopeful that it, switching to real money also means that the prices might change more often. That would be yeah. nice. That would yeah. be easier that for be them nice too. too. Because yeah, they don't have to fall in certain really random right, you know, parameters. <laughs> so, I'm very happy about that. Sony was the only one that like did that kind of right. <laughs> I say kind of because I don't I don't know if it works like this anymore, but I know for a while it was like the Buy money for your PlayStation wallet. Add money to your PlayStation. Oh, wallet, you do. You know? No, you do have to do that. You, so. I've, I've, yeah, bought, like I've you, bought games you, on. You do, but if it's over, if it's over five dollars, you have then it's exactly what the amount will be. If you're buying a seven ninety nine game, you only add seven ninety nine. But if you buy like a dollar ninety nine something, then you have to add five dollars to it. A That's minimum so of five, and then it's you probably because of the credit cards. Why can't I just yeah. the fees? Yeah. Yeah. Why I can't just I just plug my thing. PayPal account in there and just be like buy? This yeah. now. Right. Thanks. Buy, buy, buy. That's what I love about iTunes and Amazon. I'm just like this. And, give and it. Steam. Yeah, and Steam. And and the Xbox. I have mine on the Xbox too. Yeah, but you have to buy points still, Jeff. But it's still tied to my PayPal at least. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But for, I'm saying on Steam, you just gold, go for gold. Oh, yeah. Like I was like, oh, I I bought Skyrim when it was on that sale when it was like forty bucks because I knew it was gonna happen and I was just waiting for it to happen and then it happened and then I could just be like, boom. Bought. And now with the new Steam iOS app that was just released today, I think have I have. Could... You looked at it? No, I don't know. I have... You want me to download it right now? I think um, you can probably buy games on there. I assume. Really? Has anyone I'll else downloaded out. it? I'll find out and tell you now. Can I play Counter Strike on it? Mm, that would be fun. <laughs> Half Life Three on it. See, I didn't even bother looking. I didn't even bother looking into it because it was like, well, what can you do on there? It's like the. It's probably. Did you download the Xbox One? It's probably like that one where it's like, I just kind of want to see, the only reason I want it is to see for the Xbox one, I just want to see like who's online without firing up the Xbox. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's why I had this other app that was an official Microsoft sanctioned one that I would use. And that was, that was what I would use it for is, yeah, I would always check to see who was online. Right, 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 yeah. And it was dumb because it would have your profile, but 
it didn't have all you had to like put in the names of the friends i mean because it wasn't an official microsoft one so i only had like eight people in there that like i actually would remember or whatever and i had them you know it was like my brothers and like you guys and i would see if people were on but yeah yeah that would be useful for me if i ever get a smartphone because i'm usually on the ps3 uh and so i'm always like text me when you get on but if i had that app i could always just check myself that would be great I can't. Yeah, I wouldn't have to text you all the time. Ugh. I can't wait for you to get uh, an iPhone, Anthony, because I think that you're re- there's going to be some games that you're really going to love, and then we're going to be able to talk about that for like weeks on the podcast about how you're like discovering all these awesome things. I'm so, so it, yeah. <laughs> just just along those lines, I downloaded this game the other day called Puzzle Juice that is a combination of Tetris and a word game. So what you do is you Give. yeah no it's ridiculous. So what you do is when you make lines, they turn into letters, and you have to find a word in the Puzzle letter. Puzzle juice. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Look at this. One word or two. <laughs> One word. And you have to uh, – so you have to, like, think about um, words while Tetris blocks are falling. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That sounds yeah. fun, though. It is fun. It is hard. Everyone gets quiet as they guys. Did you know? <laughs> That's what she said. You know what's ninety nine cents? Probably sucks. It was entirely worth it. Trust <laughs> me. So I just love that mindset. Oh, ninety nine cents. I'm I'm actually reaching the point. Like, and somebody made a, a good argument for this. There's so many apps that are selling themselves as free apps, where to get the actual full app, you have to do an unlock in it. So it's really kind of deceptive. So you'll download like a free iPhone or iPad app that says... Yeah, there was a baby name one that did that. Yes, mm-hmm. I downloaded a baby name app. Because we're having a baby. Don't judge me. Aries. <laughs> baby. Inara. No, it, it's like actually a, a bunch of the games that I've downloaded that were quote-unquote free are actually free plus you pay $7 to get the real thing. Oh, that's lame. Yeah. What the fuck? I can't sign into the Steam app because I'm not in the beta. What? That is so stupid. This app is a- dumb. <laughs> On that note, I think we'll transition to Uncharted 3. Yes. Not because Uncharted 3 is dumb. That's not really why I was switching. Um, but yeah, Uncharted 3. We were supposed to talk about this last week, um, but our Modern Warfare 3 discussion. Well, it, was, it wasn't the Modern Warfare 3. It was something went over. Everything we went over. We talked about. Yeah. We talked about. Well, yeah, we talked about Resident Evil 6 for a pretty long time. And then we talked about. Uh, character choices in western rpgs for That's a right. really long time That's and right. then we talked about bioshock infinite for like 10 or 12 minutes I and mean, i thought we were just gonna talk about it for like two so yeah that's yeah. true so we're, we're gonna talk about uncharted 3 which i like that because there were so many games that it's giving us material to kind of talk mm-hmm. about a little mm-hmm. bit into the next year which is pretty cool and um, hopefully nobody minds that we're talking about games that came out a while ago i don't, <laughs> I don't think see, I, I doubt it because i mean not everyone's able they to value our things. opinion on these things They've mm-hmm. been waiting for us mm-hmm. to tell them what they think. They haven't even games. played it yet because they just want to know. <laughs> They've been <laughs> they waiting. waiting with They've been waiting. Breath. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Uncharted 3, uh, we reviewed it on the site. I really liked the way we reviewed it. Um, Me too. Because it was one of the – yeah, I would too. It, we don't always play the same games at the same time, but that was one where all of us played it um, You know, pretty close to each other, and we were all done with it. And we were like, well, we've all got something to say about it. Why don't we just do it? I want to do more of that. Mm. Me too. It would also be like less work for everybody if, you know, like, um, if 
let's what's the next game? Final Fantasy Thirteen Two. If everybody who was playing that just wrote a little bit about it, one person wouldn't have to write as much. Me and you will probably both finish it pretty quickly. I plan on just playing the junk out of it for. Me, you know, me too. It'll probably I'm, take I'm, about two weeks to finish. I think. Yeah. I'm clearing my schedule for it. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, my, games. my schedule just got cleared for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, so I think me and you could probably knock out a Final Fantasy Thirteen Two review and tag team it, and you know we. I will take that challenge. And we come from we come from different, we have different mindsets about Final Fantasy as a series too. So I think that would yeah, well, kind of y'all both love it, but we both love it. But I, Anthony's still on the cloud. Uh oh, <laughs> what are you I, trying I, um, to say? <laughs> no, we, just... me and him, me and him talked about this the other day about uh, Final Fantasies. With, yeah, like with him swearing off Zelda, it was like I would need to be on Final Fantasy. Like it would be like Final Fantasy twenty four, and like the, the last eleven of them could have sucked, and Anthony would still be like, maybe this was the one, Eddie, and I'd right, still be like, I don't know, because it's the inherent nature of Final Fantasy where they always try something different with every single one. So maybe the next one, <laughs> will be, you know what I mean? So it's like they always got me. They've always got me. Oh, I can kind of see girl. that. Yeah. I am. I am actually interested in playing thirteen two. From the demo, but um, I what's checked, the last one I, you played, Jeff? I played an hour and a half okay, of okay. So I played an hour. No, it was like an hour and twenty minutes of, of thirteen. I checked my save game. It was pretty pathetic. Um, I made it all the way to the final cave in seven, right? Seven, and then a neighbor kid deleted my save. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, and you and got then, really, really mad. <laughs> yeah, that. That was and funny. then before that, I beat. Two and three, or, or what is it? Five and six, Japanese. Yeah, four and six. Four and, four and six. six. Yeah. Okay. So I've beaten those. I played five in emulation back in the day, That's but good. I never played. I never played like eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So. Nine and ten and twelve. Nine and twelve are especially. I really, really love those two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, back to Uncharted Three. Sorry, yes. Uncharted. <laughs> this is somehow we got. Oh, so we tag team. It's like we're trying not to talk about Uncharted. Yeah, 3. <laughs> let's just not talk about it, guys. Um, well, I'll let Nick go since Nick just finished playing it. Yeah, what he has to say. Yeah, I'm the, the, the freshest perspective. Um, also, Nick put it pretty high in his top ten list. I did, but that's because I just didn't play any games this year. True. So, hold on, let me pour one more glass of wine. First off, what would you have given it? Great. Grade scale, new grade scale. See, but they don't know about the new grade scale. Well, we kind of went off of it. Remember, we put it on the. So, no, y'all actually graded it on the new grade scale. We graded it on the new grade scale, and I put a little paragraph saying that this is for. Our right, 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 yeah. Because in the new grade scale, like C's and B's are actually good. So yes. it's just A's and S's are like super special now. So yeah. just if you, that's the that's the short answer. But um, I would I'd give it a B. On the new grade scale. So you and Anthony are about the same spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Let so me what do you love let about me it, Nick? Let me, let me take Tell a me about it. Here's what I love about it. Is that it's so much fun, you guys. It's <laughs> just like... <laughs> what is going I don't on? Know what, I don't know what that sound was. but it That was me drinking water and the cup was running on the mic. Sorry. <laughs> Eddie. Eddie. Okay. I'm a thirsty man. Yeah, okay. But okay, so here's the thing. Like I pop it in and and I'm coming from the uh Eddie and Mitch and everyone in my ear for months about how like this game sucks. It's the worst game ever. You didn't say it's oh my god. <laughs> it's like the it's shooting awful. Sucked. It's awful. You're going to hate it. 
whatever. I didn't say that. So I pop it in, expecting to hate it, <laughs> and it's like it's <laughs> so it. much fun. It's so much fun though. Like, it, now you know to be uh, to be fair, you were playing on the updated patch. Yes, okay. Now to be fair, I was playing on the updated patch with the shooting that's actually humans can use. <laughs> and even then, like there were some battles that were like a little rough, like the like the when the the right before you get to the cruise line that sinks, like the before that stuff, when it's yeah. like thirty dudes Shipyard. on different boats, that's hard. I don't even know how you would do that if you couldn't aim because that's hard yeah. being hard. able to aim. Um, awesome. Other than Anthony, who's like king of fucking whatever. Um, <laughs> no, but no, like Jeff and Eddie made it through it too. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I don't. Maybe maybe you dealt with this some too. Despite the better shooting, I feel like a lot of the encounters just aren't designed very well. Like they're. I feel like what it is is they made the AI too good, mm-hmm. and they didn't make yeah. the environments the, yes. like different okay. from that. That's, that's what I mean. People wanted that's what I mean, that they that they didn't design. You know. Yeah. yeah people encounters. wanted apparently the AI to sort of. I, and I'm not saying this is what you want, but this is the feeling I get from people is they want the AI to sit there and pop up so they can shoot them. And the AI is like, no, I'm going to come and fucking flank you. Yeah. They're like, they're, no, they're what are you aggressive. doing? What are you doing? <laughs> they're aggressive. They get up behind you and they're throwing grenades at you okay. and stuff. Well, I was about to which say is that. All fine if you, which is all fine if your environment can suit it. Right. One of, the, one of my problems is, and specifically, there is, I don't know. There, I remember there was two, two portions of the game. I don't remember. I know one of them is when you have to... It's when you're in the last part of the game and you're in like the ruins of the city. And mm-hmm. then I don't remember what the other one was, but I remember there was two in particular where enemies flank you and you have no you have no way to guard your flank at all. And, I, know, I think I know the and then yeah, the I think front, I and then the front is like pounding you and like in the in, on one in particular the dude in the front has like a rocket launcher and your flank is uncovered so then so you have to kill the flank and not get killed by fucking rockets like it's it yeah. just feels like you're in a corner and there's no way it was, it, it's really frustrating like it, it there was that was one... with good shooting that's yeah. this thing like so I get it like yeah I get there it. was one part in the cruise liner which the the cruise line was incredible level um but there was one part in it like you're in a ballroom and there's these snipers that come above you yes and dudes that come around your sides that one i was ready to throw things throw yeah throw control that one drove me nuts there they have oh yeah the ballroom was ridiculous they have an issue with flank with like with your flank like i really think that the level's they, they didn't ever think like, oh, if we make the AI really smart and know how to flank you, that they're going to do that. And that if you have no way yeah. to like hide from that, that you're yeah, just going to exactly get what killed. Anthony was talking about. Yeah, that they made the AI very smart. And it's good AI. But yeah, your environment has to give you options. That's the whole yeah, thing yeah, we were yeah. talking about balance before. Yeah. There, there were times on that, when we, like you were just talking about the part before you get to the cruise ship where you're like in the shipyard, you're going from boat to boat. And like this guy... I'm trying to like hit a sniper from far away, and this guy with the fucking shotgun just shows up behind me. Oh I'm yeah, like, and just kills you. Over here? And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? It's like you're just on the thing. That totally happened to me too. Yeah, and like so, then I would, you know, I die, I'd reload, and I'd be looking for him. I'm like, come on, come on, and then then the sniper would get me. You know. But also, like, like I feel like the the shotgun dudes, they were just like, if they wanted to make a level hard, hard, they were just like, all right, we're just gonna throw like two or three shotgun, shotgun dude. dudes in there, <laughs> yeah. and then like because the, unless you nail them, like they're fucking 
they're hard. Like unless you headshot them, what three times? I think it's they yeah. they're they're basically unbeatable. Yeah, it's Uncharted stupid. has always had the problem with like sh- you know it's basically shirtless guys that take yeah. like twelve <laughs> shots to take down. Yeah, yeah. If I knock your hat off, that actually was just a beanie, and then I shoot you in the bare head and you three still- times. Yeah, I'm like really. Really, bro? <laughs> I feel really? like one headshot just should just drop a guy, no matter Anybody. what game you're playing. Yes. Saints Row 3, that's what I love about it. Just like, it's it's very rewarding with headshots. Yes. You get more respect, too. Nut shots, too. <laughs> yeah. But um, to go back to Uncharted... Uh, back to, to the good things about the game, right, which right, are right. a lot of... What, is that I just... I, I, I just had so much fun solving the puzzles like i really just the love thing, the fe- these are the puzzle, puzzle solving the series and you I, know my only disappointment with the puzzles is that i wish that the uh decoder thing actually lets you know whenever yes. there's like I'm something you on decode, this yeah yeah i agree I wish with you, that Jeff. it actually let you control what he was decoding I, 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 I agree. you would just do a thing and he'd be like let me do all the thing for you i think yeah. that they probably did that because they were like oh well the user doesn't want to have to sit through decoding this entire sentence. i'm like i do right yeah i do <laughs> too I, I, I had the feeling that maybe that they ran out of time and just left that out of the game. <laughs> oh, oh! Did you actually read the thing today that only half of it, half of the team worked on Uncharted Three? It makes Seriously. sense. Only half yeah. the team worked on Uncharted Three. I mean, it was a shorter game, and then yeah. the other they half have... of the team is working on the new game. Yeah, the the Last of the Us. Last of Us. Yeah, yeah and right. then but then another half, and, and those are the Uncharted Two guys are working on Last of Us. Oh uh, man! But supposedly, but supposedly. <laughs> they said that that they're already working on Uncharted Four, which makes me super. The guys who did three are working on four, which makes me super happy. Because honestly, I just just give me the puzzles. I just want to do those puzzles. Like I'll just I'll puzzles. if really I could have that every few years. Like that, it was so much fun because you just don't get that anywhere else. Like yeah, they were great. Like I loved. You- like you remember when I, we we went off about Guardian of the Light and just gushed about it. It's because like the puzzles were so fun, and you just don't have puzzles in games anymore. Like. That's I I really I really latched onto it and I'm just sitting there and I'm playing the game and like yeah there were some frustrating like things and there were some random set pieces and the story wasn't like the best it wasn't too by any stretch but I felt like the relationship between Sully and Nate was was well done um, but it just that like the fun gunplay and like pretty good story and then solving puzzles and like the whole indiana jones like there's artifacts and like this one was really last crusade and like yeah but like when you're on the horse and then they're like they're you're riding along the ridge and then the, like they're going in their tanks and stuff you're just like dude this is fucking last crusade it's the same thing but yeah. i love yeah, that, that. like i loved that like i was i bought it like i just i don't know i don't know nick what did you think about the flashback where you play as young drake I liked loved that. that. I loved that. I loved that. Especially the chase, like the, when you're running mm-hmm. from people in this game. Yes. Like, and you just gotta like, go, and you don't even get to think. But about then, where you're but going, then you, you but then when you're on drugs, you do the same chase. Like yeah. when you're in drugs in the city. I thought there were too many drug sequences. There was too many drugs. <laughs> Walking through the desert, drugged, drugged in the city. There was yeah. Walking I was through like, the desert part was really cool too. That the was one, a nice way to. Yeah. The one where you are in this city and you like that, the they've, that they've captured you yeah and and you're just running through alleyways like you run through alleyways yes. for like a little bit way too long yeah. <laughs> but yes and other that one does that, go on a little bit forever it's a yeah it's a little long but yeah i mean 
I don't know. I just there's something about those games that just that just like what gets I, me. One of the things I said to Eddie because the game is kind of short. It does feel very. It short. is. It's like, like I uh, played it for like after like an hour, I was like on chapter four, and I'm like, uh, how many yeah. chapters? Are there? <laughs> I beat it. One in- of the things I said to Eddie, and I, um, and I, and I don't mean this in the way like it would come out, but like, um, any time with these characters is quality time to me. But I do wish there was a lot more of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like I love spending time with these characters, even if it is for a short period of time. But I would have liked the game to be a little bit longer. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I didn't want like a twenty-four hour thing, but it maybe like because I, like I beat it eight hours in one minute. And like, that's the, and the thing like is, it counts 10. your um, it counts your your deaths, your deaths yeah, too. So yeah. that eight hours is padded. Which and I'm is sure there's a time wild. where I paused the game for twenty minutes and yeah. got on the phone or something like that. So yeah. a good ten hours would have made me happier. Yeah. See, my thing yeah, is I beat that it like, like two days, basically. <laughs> yeah. Even though even though I'm looking for the next one, I don't think I'm going to buy it. I'm gonna oh, get dude, it from Redbox, like I did, it was the best thing. I was, I I'm rented get it, it from Redbox. Yeah, I rented, I rented it for three days. And I paid six bucks for the game. Yeah, I feel like if I had done that, I might have actually liked the game slightly more. Yeah, you shouldn't let cost. I know, it, I know, I shouldn't you let shouldn't. it affect me, but you I think shouldn't. it might have like changed my mindset. I'll, about still, it. I'll still buy the next one just because, like, with two, I kept two for a long time and played it a couple of times, and yeah, you know. But does any, I've, I've still got all three of them. I just, I really love them. I three. I wish, I wish I had held on to three because when I sold it, I was just mad about the shooting or whatever. Then um, they hadn't said anything about the patch when I sold it. They were still talking about how there's nothing wrong with the shooting. So I was like, F you guys. <laughs> I just did not want to play the campaign again, really. You um, sound like me when the Sopranos finale ended. It just like totally altered, like <laughs> turned me bitter towards everything. <laughs> so I wish now I could go back and play it with um with the updated patch. And it's good. Yeah, I hear it's great. I hear it feels so good. See, um, well, I turned sure it off. I, I turned it off and it was like it was like it if it was like really, like that's the only word I can use to describe it. Like it, it felt like it was broken. It felt yeah. like the sensitivity wasn't high enough. And then I turned the sensitivity up all the way, and it still felt the exact same way. And I was like, "But you can't, like, you can't get there." Like I just felt like you were like, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't uh, know. I just don't know. I, I, I I'll try not talk. I keep talking about this all the time. I just don't know how that happened. I don't know how like. People testing it were the testers so excited that they were playing Uncharted Three that they didn't care <laughs> how it felt. Like I have no idea how something like well, that. Well, like I said, it might have been and the, the no half reviewers of the team that didn't yeah. do the shooting last time. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have the platforming guys do the shooting part this or the whole game. I don't know. I mean, just from my experience with stuff at work, it doesn't necessarily surprise me that a different team of developers wouldn't quite know how to Im- implement something that already wouldn't exists. Quite grasp. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, I mean, Sometimes that, you get too close to things too. I mean, they've been, well, yeah. for, uh, I mean, that happens, that, but that at. happens with stuff at work. Like, uh, there'll be a, an old version of a system that's getting replaced with a brand new version made by different people. And there, and we'll be like, we want all the stuff that's in the old version. And they'll be like, we don't know anything about the old version cause we didn't make it. Yeah. But yeah, like I feel like they the the part of the team that did the platforming and the puzzle solving obviously worked on three. Yes, but the storytelling yeah. and shooting team are working on a different game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, man, I loved the cruise ship so much and the 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 cargo plane. Even though I felt like I had seen a lot of the cargo cool. plane, I do kind of you know I do kind of want to replay two sometime and see how much the story actually makes sense because i 
I, I do kind of suspect that maybe I was distracted by spectacle in two and didn't necessarily That's point. Maybe, you know, yeah. I mean, cause I remember the spectacle. I remember like the tank chasing you through the city, which was yeah. ridiculous. Which was or the awesome. Tower. Yeah. Yes. I don't remember anything about the story. See, now when I think about uh, one thing that really sticks with me about the story of two is the way it opens. And I remember Nick, when yes. Daniel, when Daniel in, played in media res, yeah, when when Daniel played it, he said the the same thing. He was like, "Here's a game that does what most movies don't do in a shorter time, where it sets up everything to tell you why the main character is doing what he's doing now." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's like, it sets up everything and gives your main character his motivation and shows you exactly. He's like, most movies don't do that very well. Yeah. And Uncharted 2 does it in less time, which a video game is allowed to take a little bit longer because right. it's very, you know, because it's longer. But they also really pull off like a, a really nice cinematic trick by having you wake up hanging over the side of a cliff yes. and then coming back later on and, and like showing you how you got there. Yeah. They've obviously seen Alias. <laughs> so every Ali- episode started. Alias was my favorite show for two and a half seasons. It was seriously like that. I've got show the whole series was, on DVD. I love it. I, I do too. Even though it gets like really not good after it a falls point. apart after the third season, but yeah, I, I'm such a huge fan of like. <laughs> my favorite thing about Alias was how every single episode ended with a cliffhanger. So me and Mark Wunsch watched the entire first season in one sitting, and then when it ended, we were like, "Holy shit!" And we went to Walmart that night and bought. The I remember this. Yes. So that we could keep <laughs> watching. We're just like, Jeff. "Oh my god!" We didn't know what happens. <laughs> I watched it in college with my girlfriend who, you know, she had already seen it on TV and we would like rent the rent it from Blockbuster. Mm. And I can't tell you how many times it'd be like, can we make it like we'd finish a disc and I'd be like, can we make it to Blockbuster before they close? Like, I have to get the next (laughs) disc tonight. Oh, going to Blockbuster. You remember those days, guys? (laughs) Yeah. Seems so long ago. You know what? I I could actually go for a video game that managed to pull off cliffhangers like that. I don't know how you would do it. It would have to be like an episodic game. Yeah. Uh, you know, here's here's what's crazy about episodic games. I'm surprised that no one's done it well yet. Yeah, because we've got Alan Wake that tried to do it. Yeah, we have the technology. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Back to the Future. To Back to the Future tried to do it, but those games aren't great. You know what I mean? Like they're. I, I I've they're only fine. Bar- I barely played it. Yeah, it's, I played a little bit of the first one, and I was kind of bored by it you know i feel like it's not going to be an adventure game that can do it that's going to be able to do it where in a way that like attracts a ton of people well i feel like the the sam and max game i I played the first episode of sam Sam and max game and i like that i feel like that was a little bit better oh no yeah it was a good game but i'm just saying like it's not going to be the one that's going to get people like oh yeah i can get with Mm -hmm. this you know what i mean right i mean but yeah i guess my point is i guess alan wake sort of tried it but they're trying it it again with a dlc or the, the downloadable games. See, but then you can't do several years. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't wait a year or two, I feel yeah. like. You, yeah. I'm just surprised that no developer has been able to pull something off, even if it was something small, but well done. You know I what see, I mean? Like, I think actually the, the, the only five, way... To, no, I think the only way a download or an episodic game would actually work is if they finished most of it. Like, if they were like, okay, they've got six episodes finished, and then they released the first one. See, I was just thinking about that, but I'm like, in today's age, people are like, oh, why don't you just release everything you finished? You're just trying to nickel and dime me, because that's what people do about DLC also. Yeah, people yeah. people get really pissy about it. But I mean, that's how, that's how TV shows are produced. Yep. You know? People like, don't I, give a shit, though. People just want to bitch because it's the internet and they're 
fucking yeah. mad virgins. I don't know. Well, <laughs> no, that's that's it's right. Not, you know, it's not like people actually understand how television is produced either. So right, you know, exactly. They and they don't give a shit because the yeah. they're fucking Gandalfs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Right, oh, so we're back to Uncharted Three. Do we have anything else to say about it? Really, we've kind of um, moved off. Oh, of I really liked uh, the new guy. The new guy, Cutter. I thought he was really good. I'm kind of upset that he had to leave in the middle of it. Jason Statham. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. Jason Statham. Um, and anytime um, I liked him a lot. Elena shows up. I'm a happy man because I really like her. I like her but, too. So the thing about Cutter uh, that was kind of cool was that that whole stuff about him being claustrophobic was an improv. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, that's what oh. they were saying. Like that—that's something that they. I think I read it somewhere that they were like coming up. I think, with I, read, stuff. I, think I heard that too. Now that you mention it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I kind of like that. I don't, that seemed like a good like actually that was a good bit of uh, characterization. I yeah. Oh, yeah. I uh, does say, anybody I feel like does everything anybody... I'm saying is negative, and I don't mean I don't mean to be because I actually did enjoy the game. I gave it a C. Oh, you know, it's in our new scale. Yes, but I hate. Um, I I loved the Nate and Sully stuff. I right? was I was mad that they did like the cop out shoot yes. Sully and yes. then JK he's alive I was like that was they did in the first game yes I was like come on guys if you're like I was actually I got really into it when I thought they actually killed Sully yeah I was like whoa yeah. like it was the first time I like because I cared about I cared about it I just felt like in two his motivations made a lot more sense to me whereas in three it's like I'm still kind of unclear about why this means so much to you at this point because I feel like in two he grew and then in three he regressed and everyone's like why are you doing this you idiot and he's like I have to anyway but so I got really invested when I thought Sully was dead I was like oh that's where this has been going like he's been bullheaded and foolish and it cost his friend his life this is awesome yeah, right yeah. it would be so fun they pulled cool. back on it and I was yeah. so upset I was I got so angry to be to be fair though yeah um, you can't kill Sully. We well, remember when we killed him a hunt, but then like we couldn't actually kill him. Like we really did kill him though. We yeah, the the intention was completely to kill Ahmad for right. good because we were like we have to fucking kill him, and then we were like, but he's like not really dead. Well, part of the reason we did that is because of the way the show ended up having to end. Right. That we were like, well, why don't we just bring them back? We, we have to end the show. Right, yeah, we're yeah, not, yeah. We're That's not true. able to do the show the way we want to end it. Let's just bring them back. That's true. I'm still sad. I'm actually still sad you guys brought them back because I, I really enjoyed it. Like, I know. Like, I know. Oh, I am too. But he, but it, uh, it's a good character. <laughs> I hate <laughs> killing good characters. Well, and it, it was cool because of where it was going to go. Yeah. Uh, what? Sorry, that was a huge detour, and I apologize it's to everyone. The, uh, and now, Lee World fans clause. are like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Lee World fans are listening to this, like, "Wait, wait, hold on, keep going." <laughs> none of the, none of those people listen to this. Um, <laughs> but does anybody? I, I don't know. I I loved Uncharted. I thought it was super fun. It. I was telling Eddie about like how, I, uh, it, it. First of all, it hooked me immediately. I was I was I was in it, from the beginning. And secondly, I now am thinking back on it, and I'm like fondly remembering, like, oh, and I did that fun That's such puzzle. A good feeling after a game. Yeah, and like I'm, and and I was, and when I saw today that they were gonna do an Uncharted Four, like even if it sucks, I don't really care. Like I'm just excited <laughs> to go revisit that world again. I don't know if anybody yeah, else has any just, closing thoughts. I don't know. I was gonna give it a slightly high. I was gonna give it one letter grade up higher than what I gave it, but Eddie talked me down because he convinced me that. Um, based on the criteria of our grades that I was actually giving it, I was supposed to give it a B instead of an A. <laughs> <laughs> I originally gave it an A and then he talked me down and I was like, 
apprehensive about the A based on our criteria, so it wasn't a, a tough talk. I felt but. weird talking you down too, because I was like, I don't want it to be like this. I don't think this game deserves an A grade. It was more of like, well, our scale. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the thing too. I'm like, well, and I was like, but I, but I was also saying this. I was saying that. I'm like, yeah, okay. So, but it it makes sense. It is a it's a fantastic game. People need to play it, but it is just not as good as Uncharted Two. Yeah, yeah. I'll bet I'll bet my my grade would even upgrade to B um, if I played with a patch. And that was tricky too. That was tricky too when we reviewed it. We were like, we don't want to, we want to review it as we played it. You know, we don't want to like go back and. That's tricky. If we were to review it now, if Nick wants to write a review. I would be like, it is good. I would just, I would actually just copy and paste the IGN guy review, the twelve-year-old <laughs> that gave it a ten. I'll just, yeah, yeah. With patch, good. With or without patch, good. With patch, the shit. Do you remember when IGN tens used to mean something? Oh, sick burn. I just like, just once a cast. I just want to burn IGN. Okay, it was just, it was a like, it was just a really fun experience. That like, I'm, I hope that they keep making them because I really hope to have. To have that every few years, to be able to jump back into that world and be able to solve puzzles and be able to like be Indiana Jones for a couple of hours. Well, and it's it's one of the things that I talked about too about like what drives me nuts about like sequelitis is that games aren't complete experiences anymore for a lot of these franchises, but Uncharted is, and yeah. it's what I loved about three and why I looked back even more fondly on three despite how I felt about its story once I finished Assassin's Creed Revelation, which I still liked. But the end of it just had me frustrated, and then I was like, "Man, Uncharted Three was like a full experience, you know." Like, well, do you remember when we were talking about um, how it was just announced that Assassin's Creed was going to become an annual franchise? Yeah. Yes. And I, I threw out, "Well, do you think this is going to kind of ruin it because they're they're never going to have an end?" to wrap it up so that everything is just going to be just like building on itself and building on itself to no end. And then it's all just going to like fall apart like a house of cards. Do you feel like, like X files or something? Do you feel like that we're kind of seeing that now? I think a little bit. I, I, I because I'll nobody reserve, wanted to say I'll that after brotherhood that. because brotherhood was really good, but now yeah. maybe, I don't know. I'll, I want to see what three does. And if three, if three does that again, I might. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I'd be done with a series, but I would. I wouldn't be gobbling it up every year. That's for sure. If three does that same thing, because two was its own contained experience. It didn't feel like it was. You know, I mean, it left loose threads because there's still the overall, but it did, it felt like a full thing. You and know? do you remember yeah, how much fun two was? Like, do you remember like how how we felt about that game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We love, I really want someone to figure out how to make game. a good like episodic annual. Like I think annual games can be a good thing if they could just figure out how to a twenty or thirty dollar version of an annual. Well, that would be great too. I'd buy, I'd buy it every year. You yeah, know? of course I'm buying it every year. Sixty bucks. So why why should they? Right, right. I, I don't <laughs> think the price is is stopping you, but no. Um, I I would love it if they like because what we're talking about with Uncharted Three like actually being a complete experience. I you know every other annualized game I can think of has a serial story. If you don't necessarily count, I mean I'm thinking of like Modern Warfare Three. Yeah, like the Modern Warfare games have a serial story, but I guess the Call of Duty series as a whole doesn't necessarily count because don't the individual like other games do yeah, their but, own thing? But they're doing Black Ops too, so okay, so they are starting to like serialize all. You their... know what? You know what Activision could could do, and I'll you know. 
they they could have done like an episodic serialized thing for the single player campaign and charge people 20 30 bucks mm -hmm. and they could probably sell the multiplayer component for 60 mm -hmm. I totally, yeah they probably could and they could do it yearly and sell it for 60 and do a single player for 20 30 bucks mm -hmm. and so i would anyway, for us yeah, I would buy the. I would probably buy the single player. Yeah, I would, I would too. I know people that would, and there would be people that would just buy the multiplayer. No, you know, I'm gonna make this even better for the consumer. Forty dollars for the multiplayer, twenty yes. for the campaign, sixty for both. Yeah. Well, yeah. See, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying that I want them to. I'm saying they could. No, no, no I'm saying do it. <laughs> oh, one of the things I wanted to say is Assassin's Creed Brotherhood had five developers. Assassin's Creed Revelation had six developers. Yeah. Hmm. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes it, that makes a lot more sense as to why certain just, things felt really strange in it. When we did talk about this, my point was a game like that. There's there's so much content in an open world game like that, especially yeah. two. Um, that's a tough game to annualize, like yes. and make it fresh every time. Um, so hopefully, you know, the the three will you know be the fresh ideas that they've been secretly testing or working on. You know. Yeah. Part of, I think part of the problem is that I think Desmond Miles is just a lame character. I hate See, the parts with Desmond. Like I, I, really I want them, like, so what I want them to do is I want them to wrap up Desmond's story and then yes. find you know like they mark out his story in a certain number of Assassin's Creed games and then come up with a different you know framing story for for later because I feel like that's the thing that's going to get stretched the the thinnest out of everything. Yes, yeah, because Desmond's lame and. I don't think he's lame, but I feel like that they are really like yes. pedaling too slow on that. Well, no, they are, and that's that's what really frustrated me at the end of Revelation. It's just like, you know, and trying to be not be spoilers, but at the end of Revelation, all of a sudden now he's like he has a revelation. He's like, I know what we need to do, and it's like, yeah, and we're gonna get there, and you're and you're gonna spin your wheels again. You know, is what's gonna happen. Um, I was disappointed because I was really excited about the game, the first game originally, and I was disappointed when I found out that it was like really takes place in you know the, the, the future and then he's going back you know the not too distant future and then he's going back in time in a machine like i was really excited because i thought oh this game takes place entirely in that the, the future component kind of disappointed me a little bit but really I'm i, I kind of like it. the i like the fr the framing story concept in general well like, it, gave, it gave him what i liked about it because i was i was disappointed at first too but what i liked about it was that it gave them excuse to have like a really cool hud yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like they, they that actually was the came, reasoning for the cool HUD. They gave they came up with an in game reason for for it to be like you know no games explain their HUDs really very well, um, and they actually came. I thought up it was with clever. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. And also the whole thing where it's like when the city is like dissolving or like yes. appearing, like yeah, the, those things are cool. the yeah, thing of like the yeah. yeah, the idea of like of something really future looking with like really, really classic past. Like mm -hmm. I, I actually thought that was it's a really cool nice effect. Yeah, it was a really nice effect. Game time. This week we are playing percentages. Isn't that what we call this game? <laughs> it's been a yes. while. Yes. Odds percentages. What no, is it's, it's, it's percentages. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this week we are playing percentages. And we have three stories because there's three fine gentlemen that are playing today since we are Mitchless. Um, oh, by the way, Anthony, I did look into uh, the over-unders that we did in the past. Uh, maybe we could maybe we could follow up on that next week. I don't yeah, because I want Mitch to be here for it. Right, okay. Uh, so, yeah, we'll follow up on that next week. Uh, but for this week, 
we're going to do odds makers. And our first story, we're going to start off with Eddie. This is probably one of the bigger stories of the week. You noticed that we didn't talk about it in the main thing. It's because we were saving it for the game. Uh, Kotaku this week had a rumor, or they had sources say, that the next Xbox will play Blu-ray games, which wasn't the big story. The big story was, and it will not play used games. Well, that it's going to feature an anti-used game component. Yeah, whatever the fuck that means. An anti-used game component. Um, Because, yeah, because framing it negatively definitely makes it sound worse. (laughs) (laughs) So, truthfully... In the game, in in this game of percentages, I want to know what 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 do you think, Eddie? Are the chances that the Kotaku rumor that the Xbox 720, the big air quotes on that one? Hate, Can we just I call hate, it the Xbox Laser Shark or something? Else? I hate that people call it the 720. I hate it the so next much. Box. Just call it the next. Like it would make more sense to just call it the Xbox 362 than the Xbox 720. Like as a you know like I just. Ugh. Double the numbers. Do you man. would think Double. it would be weird if they called it the Xbox Three, because they already had an Xbox Three Sixty, so that was more than three, and it would be weird to go think, back. Yeah, I to think three. they kind of screwed themselves on that one. Do you think Sony is going to do a four? Yes, I do. Yeah. I feel like at some point you got to stop the numbers. I don't know, but Final but look Fantasy at what Microsoft. Says, Fuck you. But look at Microsoft <laughs> and their their Windows thing. They went away from numbers for a while. They went to like no way back to it, and then they went back to it with seven. So like they went like XP and Vista yeah, and two thousand numbers. Numbers are the new thing. Mario Kart Seven just came out. Exactly. You know? That's why I, like, like, I feel like the... for Speed Fourteen. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. Like they're just everything. I don't know. Maybe they'll start. do like a I mean, 720 the, the, and then a 1440 and then they'll do like an Xbox Five. Like they'll go go, go back <laughs> to it. They'll round. I mean, it around. the PlayStation, the PlayStation brand name is so strong. They won't ever go away from PlayStation. So I guess it would make sense that they did a four. But I feel like you got to stop at some point. So well, they didn't do a PSP two. Probably yeah, needed to get as far away from that name as possible. Yeah, they probably did. Yeah, also, but also the PlayStation brand name is really, and the Xbox brand name is super strong. Like the Xbox is the in the consciousness, you know, like when like we were kids, it was like, oh, they're playing them Nintendos, but like yeah, it could have been Xbox. a Genesis, yeah. right? And then it was like, oh, they're playing them Playstations. Now it's oh, they're even if it's a Wii. It's like, oh, they're playing them Xboxes. Like, it won't matter what they call it as long as the word Xbox. Is uh, yeah, Xbox. They yeah. call it the Xbox Flabagabs. It doesn't matter. It says fucking Xbox. So okay. Sorry. Back to the back to big, the seven twenty. Yeah, it was a big. We are a digression man tonight. Yeah, that was a big that was a big rat hole. But we're gonna get back to it. Eddie, what are the chances that this rumor actually comes true that they uh, that you can't play used games on the Xbox? Sixty one percent. Oh man, weird number, Jeff. Fifty-five. Sixty-five felt too high, and sixty felt too low. Anthony, thirty percent. I don't know where to go. I'm gonna go with the highest, Eddie. Sixty-one percent. Why is it for sure gonna happen? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't want. I felt weird going over fifty because fifty percent is big odds. Um, But I, I. I would not be surprised if they were trying to make this happen actively, which is the reason I went a little high. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a thing that the games industry was really trying to push through. Um, so I edge it a little bit higher than 50. I don't think it would ever come to... I mean, either it wouldn't come to light or if it did, there would be such huge backlash that it wouldn't work out. Because, I mean, if in my case, and I don't want to talk too long because I could talk about this forever, uh, I, I probably would, would not buy 
buy an Xbox console if that was the case. Um, I mean, I might eventually, and if there were like certain games that I couldn't already get on the PlayStation, whatever, and on my PC, Gears you know? Seven. Yeah, but like Gears is the only franchise now. Yeah, but but, but Gears your, is done. It would kill your day one enthusiasm, basically. Oh yeah, like, without sure. a doubt, you wouldn't yeah. buy it on release. Well, and like it affects rentals. It affects just LAN. Like it, you know, like some some of my favorite memories on the 360 are like LANing with like Halo Three or Halo Reach or Gears. You know, like you just wouldn't be able to take a game over to a friend's or, you know, anything like that. It would kill all kinds of use sales. I don't know why GameStop would sell your system if you tr- were actively trying to force. Yeah, I'll I mean, tell I you why. Th- well. um, because remember what they did with Arkham City, where you could get mm. the Catwoman code if you paid them a little bit. Like, what was it like $10 or something? And then you no, got the Catwoman you, code? Actually, no, you didn't have to pay GameStop anymore. They just oh, that's right. It when you that's bought, because right. well, if I they bought... did this, if they did this, let's say you get, like, let's say you can like use a a, a one time key, right? Like, or you get a code to play a game that's already been locked on another system. You get a code to unlock it from GameStop, and then GameStop gives a percentage of that to Xbox or to the publisher or whatever. So they get a so, cut of a used game. So, so actually, what if instead of see that? Here's the thing. I actually, actually, Eddie, when you say that that above fifty is pretty high, I actually feel that way too. The way that we are assuming this is going to happen sounds so anti-consumer that there is no way a company that like my the Xbox's customer base is consumers. It's not resellers. It's it's the people that are going to buy the yeah. system. So why would they do something that was specifically anti-consumer? I understand they would probably make the publishers happy, but there has to be a middle ground that like makes the publishers more happy without completely torpedo- torpedoing like used game sales and consumers all at the same time. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. So there's no way that they go live with something that is as draconian as we're imagining. That's just not good economics. They would murder their sales. And I don't feel like they need to please their publisher. They don't have to do something this drastic to please their publishers because, um, I mean, the publishers need them to sell their games. Yeah, like exactly. They need these publishers to sell their consoles. Yeah. I mean, they so they need each other. It's more dangerous for if like I don't even know why they couldn't piss off GameStop because people don't go into like GameStop like looking for a random game. They go in looking for specific games, and if let's say. GameStop says, well, we're not going to sell your Xbox games there. Well, they'll go to Walmart or they'll go to yeah. Best Buy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, oh, so here, hey, do you guys have Halo 4? No, we don't We don't sell Xbox games anymore. Oh, in that case, I'll take uh, I'll take this instead. No, they're going to go get Halo 4 somewhere yeah. else. So so here's the thing that I think is more likely. And actually, Anthony, you br- you, you brought up something that I that sort of made me think, think of this. I think it's more likely that every game will have an unlock you have to pay if it's used. Mm-hmm. Just every game on the new system. Yeah. So if you buy a used copy, you just pop it in and, and to play it, maybe it's like $5 because it's used or something like that. You know what I mean? You might as well buy new at that point. I, I mean, but that that's the only thing I could think of that yeah. would actually be likely to happen similar to this. The other point that I kind of brought up in our, our email thread back and forth was that we already have systems that don't support used games, and they're called Steam and <laughs> yeah. anything else that's download only. So if the new system went download only, it would effectively be no used games. I think, it, but the, the only way that they could pull that off is that if they were actually competitive by price. 
because that's the thing like the real way to destroy used games is to compete with used game sales by price and that's yes. how that's what steam does if you go on steam like they have those sales where i bought fucking assassin's creed for five dollars and that's still to this day like fifteen dollars on on used on ps3 and xbox now, i got so mad because i went to go get fours of four Mm-hmm. Um, when I was forced to go to GameStop <laughs> a couple of weeks ago to like an animal, yeah, like <laughs> like a common animal, um, yeah, like savage, yeah. Like I went to GameStop and I was just, I was like, let, let me just see what Forza Four is like. Forza Four has been out since October. Mm-hmm. It was still priced at fifty five dollars used. That's ridiculous. Yep. which is absurd. Yeah. Um, so, but you know, you I think you hit it totally right, Jeff. Like, if you want to compete with used game sales, you got to compete with their prices. And yeah. I mean, I would like I was actually saying in the thread that imagine if Valve made a console that had the Steam Store and it only played Steam games. I feel like that would be incredible. We would love. <laughs> Do you realize it. Like, how many they would sell? Jeff? They would sell so many. Like, let, let's assume that the console so is like as well made as a PS3 or a 360. That there's no like system problems. Yeah, and it just has like Steam. Which games version on it. of the PS3 and 360 are we talking about? I've, let's. <laughs> let's, let's Let's say, like, as is right now, as good as what you can get right now. Okay. You know, like, assume that. that, So it's like, so it's better than buy. It's like better than buying kind of like a low end PC or something. Let's say it's as well made as a Nintendo system. Sure. Yeah. All right. I think that's fair. I mean, I'm just just imagine like I feel like that would sell like hotcakes, and nobody would give a shit that you can't buy games. One thing that needs to happen with the new systems, because I mean, obviously, I think the new Xbox I read is going to have Blu-ray compatible mm-hmm. they got to give you if they're gonna have these games for their downloaded they got to give you a big hard drive because i mean some of these games are like 10 gigabytes the hard oh. drives are the hard drives are a joke and oh the no it, it's the 360 especially no they're they're gonna be huge they're gonna have to be huge because have i be. mean no well no because you know all of this is eventually going download eventually there aren't going to be discs well yeah, we're already, deal- we're already dealing with games on for download i mean right. on, yeah i actually feel like the only reason that new systems have to have hd drives like with with uh for blu-ray or whatever else does the wii u have a blu-ray drive do we know nope. no. no it's gonna have a proprietary thing it's gonna have a okay. bullshit nintendo thing all right so the only reason that the next playstation or xbox would have a blu-ray drive is because those fu- the files for those videos are still so fucking huge i really feel like no, our, well, our internet's not good enough yet yeah, and internet's not good yeah. enough because the U.S. actually right. has some of like the worst, you know, yeah. like of the major nations, we're seriously like crippled compared to Japan or anywhere in Europe. I feel like the system, the, the generation after the next one is going to be the one where it's all digital all the time, but the next one's right. going to be a big step in that direction, but it's not going to be... Where, so I, it's going to be like both. So it's going to be like a Blu-ray yeah. drive and like a terabyte hard drive. Yeah, see, I, I kind of feel like the the next gen, like the next gen is going to be the one where you you have a disk drive that you don't end up using that often. Yeah, you know, I agree like, with that. Like that's that's what seems likely to me. And I'm actually, I was thinking about it recently, and that's kind of how I use my PS3. I actually have a lot more downloaded games on my PS3. Um, but I, I'm also that's also because of PSN Plus, which I actually like. On balance, I ended up subscribing for a year, and because it was like fifty bucks for a year, and you know you get downloaded games every month. I actually month. canceled mine because I already have enough games to play without them throwing me <laughs> free, free ones. I, I, that I I'm dig like them. No, I, I, I like the free stuff. I mean, it. it oh had, no, I like it too. But like, I mean, I I don't even have time to play the games I bought. No, I see what you're saying. But like, even yeah. even with that, like between that and discounts and and other stuff, like I could see myself. You know, it's if the price is right. I am totally all for going all digital. It's just literally dun, 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 dun. Pri- 
No, it's really pricing that is the problem. Like, I can't imagine spending $60 on a, a downloadable. Yeah. Right, that just doesn't yeah. compute. Right, but, like, I, Steam is there. Like, when I bought Skyrim, I bought Skyrim a month after it came out. For $50. For $40. For 40 Okay, so that's the thing. It was $40. only a one-day sale. But still, the fact that they even did that, they they had they didn't need to do that. It's not like people. It was are still gonna, a top selling game, even at full price. It, yeah, yeah, even at sixty dollars, it was in the top five. And so I want to say Steam Steam never price Steam's top price is probably like fifty bucks, right? Am uh, I, no, am they I, have they have sixty dollars games. Yeah, okay, they do have sixty dollars. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I know people buy those, and I'm sure maybe if you're like so used to buying digital games and you're a super PC gamer all the time, maybe that's easier to swallow. But I just I don't know. I have a hard time swallowing that on a console. See, Ico, uh, Ico and Shadow of the Colossus just came out on the PSN where you could buy them individually for nineteen ninety nine oh, yeah. each. That's Dude, I'm actually, um, I'm actually going to do that. But like I, they should be, they should be fifteen or fourteen ninety nine. You know, just a little bit cheaper because you're not packaging them and you know manufacturing. I totally agree. This and everything. Yeah, I agree. Just, just even just five dollars cheaper. Just make, give me an incentive to download it. Yeah, I'm actually pretty sure I'm going to buy Shadow of the Colossus the, that way. It's though. totally worth it. I mean, yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next topic. I think we've yeah. we've done this okay. enough. Good topic. good topic. Good topic. That was yeah. really good. I mean, that was a big topic. I, we, this is going to be a long cast, by the way, because we we started pretty soon after we got on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it is. But I mean, our last two casts were Quality. almost an hour and a half too. So, oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I will I will be really curious to see how the Xbox thing shakes out. I I think it cannot be as bad as everybody thinks yeah. it should be. There's just no way it is that bad. I saw something where people were speculating, and granted, this was just people speculating because I was consider the source. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, so I was trying to figure out like how would this work? Like you mean like just like bare bones? How does a thing like this actually happen? I think you need an internet connection, but not everybody has an internet connection, so it wouldn't work with everybody. And I would I would be pretty ticked off if it was if if any system required an always on internet connection. Yeah, yeah um, to do anything, but um. I mean, because you don't keep your PS, console. You, you don't you keep know. your PS3 plugged in, right? Because you're never like it never says you're logged in. <laughs> well, I mean, mine's always. Well, yeah, I guess you got to tell it to connect, but um, eh. but yeah, I actually unplug mine from the wall because I don't want to leave it on when I'm not home, even without, you know, in standby mode or whatever. I don't yeah. trust it. But yeah, I mean, yeah, like how would you implement that? You'd have to have a download or or an unlock or something. Yeah, it was an unlock. People were speculating burnable discs where it would nope. burn a small amount nope. of data that onto a disc. And nope. I was like, nope. Yeah. That would no. never, ever, ever happen. People need to get in the real yeah. world where humans yeah. live. Yeah. No, no, it was there's no like way. Like you know, I mean, like they were, they were proposing that you would have a very, you would have a burnable disc and it would burn a very small amount of data on it. That's not even. That would be locked to your system. I was like, that's not no. feasible, like nope. at all. Nope. <laughs> it would never, ever, 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 ever happen. Um, no, it's it, it, it has to be like that. It it would install a file that would be checked against something online. Yes. that's the only way to do it. Yeah. Okay. Next topic. Yes. Next topic. Next topic. The next topic we're going to talk about. We're going to go to Jeff on this one. Okay. There was a story that came out that uh, Eddie sent to me. It was really interesting. I felt. Uh. There are sources close to the platform holder. I love this. I always love these sources uh, that say that Nintendo is considering changing the name of its next generation console, the Wii U. So they're going to rebrand the Wii U to whatever the hell else they're going to change it to. 
laser but, shark. I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> laser shark. Seven twenty. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting because yes. as silly it, you remember when the Wii came out, it was like, haha, the Wii. It says a silly name, and then like it sold to, a billion fucking. To be systems. going away from that name is exactly a little a bit weird rumor. to me. So I want to yeah. see what Jeff thinks about this, Jeff. Chances Nintendo actually rebrands the Wii U. Mm. Well, this is a tough one. Yeah, it is. Seventy? Whoa. Whoa. I don't know. And for me. That they actually rebrand it. Um I'm gonna say ninety percent. Whoa. Eddie. I'm at 49. <laughs> okay, so I don't really even care what you have to say. Anthony, <laughs> why are they going to call it the Nintendo 720 Go? Because, um, the, look, it was not well received at all. And I think people need to. Um, it's because the Wii U is all, it's not in the public consciousness yet, so it's okay to change it. Um, and people won't miss out on it. And. One of the things that they've harped on a lot was you can use all your Wii products with it, you know, all your peripherals and this and that. And I think they sort of need to differentiate from the Wii if they're going to get those Wii owners to buy another console. Um, and so I think changing it from the Wii U uh, is probably the, the best thing they could do. They, they need to do something to just distance themselves from that disastrous E3 reveal. Because it makes it sound like a like a... Sega 32X. Right, yeah, exactly. Like yeah, it's, 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 the, it's the Nintendo Tower of Power. Right. Jeff? So so the the thing that was going through my head is that Nintendo seems like a stubborn company. Very that's, so. why I, that's why I went that's why I went low. That's that's why they wouldn't change it, but I also feel like they might be a really nervous company right now. Yeah. Like possibly that's why this one was tricky. Yeah, that's that's so that's I mean I Sorry, I'm sorry I keep interrupting you, but they just because it's relevant real quick. They did say that like their what they expect their losses to be this year is ridiculous. Yeah, they they just came out and talked about it recently. Yeah, um, I, I I'm gonna go look for it while you're talking, but it's relevant. Yeah, right here. Relevant to you saying that they're nervous right now because right, like I, I get the impression that for the first time in a very long time, Nintendo Nintendo is not entirely sure what's gonna happen next, which is weird. For them to, you know, come off. Come I, actually, off. actually, so, Jeff, I would. I don't know if I would say a very long time. I feel like after the GameCube, there was a yeah, lot of questions. Yeah. yeah, there was. Yeah, but I mean, they they came out of that, but they were more humble, I guess. Or what is it? Because the thing that they, I feel like the part of the success of the Wii was that it was the cheapest console you could get. That that and gym. that they did something totally different. That and they, they did, did something totally crazy different. They, they, yeah. they caught the attention of the media, and the media. You know, made sure everybody. Jeff, here's the it. quote right okay. there. Okay, so for the full year ending March 31, 2012, the company now projects losses of 65 billion yen, which is 837 million, an increase from a previously projected loss of 20 billion yen, 258. So, million. so it, their their projected losses went up 600 million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> that's awful. Yeah, and their sales forecast went down two billion. I mean, okay, so how much of that is is uh from would it would it be the same year as all the the disasters in Japan, like all the tsu- tsunami, earthquake, yes. nuclear stuff? Yes. Yeah. So, yes, it would be. So the only reason I the the, the weird thing about that is that like I want to say 
Apple's numbers were were up in Japan despite all that stuff. So yeah. it's not, you know, like there was huge growth in Japan there. So I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's not necessarily um, affected. Maybe it by, didn't by affect them. Where did the earthquake hit? Because Nintendo is mainly located in Kyoto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but it, but it, but the place the earthquake hit, I know, hit a bunch of places that make uh, hard drives, mm-hmm. and I think some place that makes, I don't know, places that make chips were definitely affected. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I, I went, I went low on it because what Jeff said, like they're stubborn, but I was, I was unsure of myself, and now I'm unsure of my, of my projected, but I'm already locked in. Yeah, uh, they so, did drop so the fun. price of the 3ds eighty dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I also well, but, wanted but to that's point not, out. That's not that's not so much stubbornness as like we need to sell this thing, mm. you know. And well, when, when Jeff said they're a nervous company, that's yeah, that's part of it. Did you yeah. see the Did you see the numbers though for the 3ds in Japan? Uh, it's so it outsold every other console almost like combined. Huh. Like did this, it? Yeah, Dang. the th- 3ds like sold like four million consoles in Japan, and I think the closest next was like a million. Dang. Yeah. So. I don't know. No, it's I, whatever. I don't know. So, I'm, I would be surprised if they went away from the it Wii. It still missed its targets, though, by the way. The, they projected the Wii or the 3DS to sell um, more uh, than it did. More than it did, yeah. yeah. They're, they're projecting $38 million down from a previous forecast of $50 million. Yeah. Ouch. Um, but sorry, uh, what, No, it's fine. It's, what I was saying is um, uh, as, as much as, like, I think they're stubborn, I think they you know, now I'm going back on my number. I think they probably will end up changing it, but I would still be surprised <laughs> to see them abandoning the Wii 51. name. Right. I, you know what I mean? Like that's, that would be the, in there. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because maybe put something in front of Wii. Yeah, yeah. Because like Nintendo to Super Nintendo. Three you know Wii. I mean? like, right, right. Three D Wii. Wii. Yes. Super Wii was such Wii's. a huge name. You, they want to keep something with it, but yeah, their E3 showing was disastrous. Even current Wii owners weren't excited about it. Like, nobody understood what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, Super so. Wii 64 Cube. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the other well thing yeah, people didn't... were just so confused. Like, I remember uh, talking to you about it afterwards, Eddie, and being like, I still you actually know don't confused. know what the console and no, is. But I feel like if you were going to make a big E3 showing, you needed to let people know this is what this is. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you have to do that. Like, that's job number one. Well, wasn't the other so the other thing is that otherwise like, just tease it. Don't show anything. Just tease yeah. an idea and yeah. then leave it. Kind of with what they did when they called it the revolution or whatever. Right, you know, what right. I mean? like don't show people something and then be like, uh, you know, and be a little wishy washy about it. Well, see, the the other thing is that it, if you think about it, it's not really serving the same function as the we did in the market. It's not going to be a low cost product. There's no way that they can make a tablet low cost and yeah. actually be worth it. I mean, that's that's what a lot of uh, companies are finding out trying to compete with the iPad is that to actually match the specs of the iPad, it has to cost that much. You have to spend money, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you can't make a $200 thing that actually has the same specs. It's actually worth a damn. <laughs> right. Um, so, I mean, that that's the thing that like if they're going to make a tablet plus a console, it's going to be expensive. And then it's not, it doesn't seem like the... It seems like they tried to come up with an, another new way of interacting with the system because that's what they're supposed to do now. And it's it's almost like they're parodying themselves, you know? It's just like, let's let's come up with something crazy and look at this. Yeah, like, I feel like they're going to be a little bit, like like Jeff said, after the uh, in GameCube, they were a little bit more humble. Mm-hmm. And now after 
the DS and the Wii, and now a little bit the 3DS, um, but mainly the DS and the Wii. Now they're like, well, what else can we innovate? Because everything we touch yeah. turns yeah, to money. Just, I think they were a little drunk. You're welcome, like, video games. Yeah, what else? <laughs> Wii U. And everyone's they're like, gonna what the hell? They're going to start looking for, like they did with the Wii, they're looking for solutions to problems that do not exist. I feel like, I feel Virtual like Boy. Unveil, I feel like them unveiling the Wii U is like when Homer designed the car for his brother in, or for his half-brother in The Simpsons. Hey, Vito, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, just it, it almost seems like go- the ghost of the Virtual Boy. In yeah. Some ways. Remember that? Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> I want them. I want Virtual Boy games to come out for the 3DS, though. I think it'd be hilarious and amazing. <laughs> Why not? Let's fucking do it. Get them out there. The tennis was fun. All right, let's move on to the last, the last topic in our game. Anthony, We're gonna go did you to see the thing. Did you see the thing that was a uh, Zelda, classic Zelda in HD? No. Sorry. It's like a picture that like somebody drew or whatever. It's super cool looking. While you get that, I'm going to explain the next topic. Uh, this was actually sent to me by Anthony and will be uh, graded first by Anthony. Um, it's on Gama Sutra, and it's talking about the uh, the the th- that movie that was done by uh, was funded by Kickstarter. It's Indie Game the movie, and it's going around on a bunch of uh, circuits right now, and it's you know getting some some traction. Uh, it's a buzz. There was a story that came out that uh, HBO is uh, has optioned the rights to make a series about the about the movie. Essentially, like take the movie and just make a series. Take the movie idea, and make a series. Yeah, yeah, make a series about it. Like the same idea about like, but it would be an HBO funded like legit series about the video game industry which is something that we've never seen before. We, I mean, like, you know, drama, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. it would yes. be like a, like a real thing. Like, and HBO is, is acquiring some pretty crazy stuff. Like right. Well, they, it's not to say like three yeah. years ago, I would have said that you're a stupid person. And then game of Thrones <laughs> actually aired. Uh, so Anthony, I want to go to you first on this chances. HBO actually develops a series based on indie game, the movie. Um, I will say, actually, let's see, actually develops it. Um, 75%. Eddie. I'll go with uh, 55. Jeff. Uh, I'll split the difference, kind of, uh, 70. That's not splitting the difference. Um... I didn't feel like doing math. Hmm. Let's Pie. see. <laughs> Pie. I'm really, I'm kind of upset that nobody went 100 or squadoosh on this, but whatever. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, let's start. We didn't start with Jeff yet. So, Jeff, uh, why are you so, indifferent about this topic? <laughs> <laughs> so, here's the thing. Like, actually, this is the first I've heard about this one. HBO has been picking up some pretty crazy stuff. Like, they're they're developing a show out of... Uh, Visit from the Goon Squad, uh, The Corrections by Jonathan Franzen. Like, they've picked up a whole... Oh, they're making a show with Michael Chabon about, uh, was it con artists who, who pretend, to do mag- pretend to do magic during World War II? I think it's something like that. So they've got, they've got like, all these crazy shows all over the place. They're American getting gods. more in. Yeah, American Gods. They're doing a lot of, uh, like, fantasy 
and stuff like that. And I, I actually think they are trying to appeal to that same type of, type of like fantasy, possibly kind of geeky audience with stuff. But they're acquiring the shit out of stuff. You mean 18 to 35 males with uh, a lot of burnable income? Yeah, disposable exactly. income? Yeah, yeah. So I think it is possible that they're doing, but they're also developing a shit ton of shows right now. Yeah, they are. They're desperate to replace some of their uh, more popular shows that have left, and they're waiting for that one that's going to. I don't think I don't think they're that desperate. I think True Blood is knocking the well, shit out. Well, not desperate, of the but I mean, they they really want something like you know the the Sopranos or yeah. you know Sex and the I'm City. Pretty, I'm actually pretty sure that True Blood gets higher ratings than the Sopranos ever did. Uh, I I, I almost, don't know about that, I'm but almost, am I I'm almost entirely certain that that's true? Doesn't matter. The Sopranos was better. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, Sopranos I'm saying, and The Wire are the two greatest TV shows of all time. I don't have words with anyone who says different. Even if they're better shows, True Blood know, might make them more money. I that's fucking watch True Blood. I'm not shitting on it. <laughs> it's great. Um, but that, I mean, that's my thing. Like, they're actually developing some some interesting stuff. So I don't know. I, lo- I love HBO. My favorite network. Cautiously optimistic because they, they very well could come out, out with it, but who knows what's actually going to stick out of the like 20 different things they're developing right now. Okay, who else wants it? Anthony, what are you, what are you doing? What are you thinking? I will say, I will say, I said it was 75, and the reason I said that is because, like Jeff said, they're acquiring a bunch of things. HBO likes to be really diverse, and they're not necessarily always... Um, dependent on ratings there are some shows that like the wire got terrible ratings treme gets really like gets less than a million viewers but it's really critically reviewed hbo likes the prestige that having a show like that on their network so they They like saying that they get like 37 emmys and actually uh enlightened got really terrible reviews it's got like a hundred thousand people watched every episode which is awful um, yeah. But it, it got picked up because it got such good reviews. Exactly, and bored to death, which is ten times better, but and more people watched it. You know, whatever. Um, well, bored to death was getting like two hundred thousand, and it was in its third season. I actually really think the only so reason good it was so good. Anyways, I watched um, it too. I think the only reason it didn't get picked up is because it was in its third th- third season and it was still that low. Right, I agree. Uh, it wasn't going to get any more viewers after that. But um, Nintendo, they like or Nintendo, fuck HBO. <laughs> <laughs> totally threw me off. HBO, they like having diverse things. I mean, you know, like we got Sex in the City for your ladies, we got Entourage for the men. You know, we, they they got all kinds of they they like having things like this. And I think they w- they could do a quality quality show like you know that like they wouldn't be dependent on um, advertisers to say, well, the show needs to show this and this that. Like they can show get really in depth. They like to explore really. Um, you know, more in depth than a network show. And I think they like to latch on to things that they think are going to be popular and video games are already popular. And I, I think they're going to be like, well, you know, we can sort of ride this wave and get some ratings out of it and stuff like that. And then those same nerds will watch game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. See, I think it's a different demographic though. That's why I kind of want a tad lower. I mean, I think it'll end up being on the air. I don't know how long it would be. Cause I just, that's a pretty like that's a very very niche audience that you're looking at there, um, about anyone interested in the world of video game development. Um, and then on top of that, like uh, Kirk Hamilton was actually tweeting that like he's like I'd watch a drama, I mean a comedy about video game development. I was like yeah I'd be more interested in that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, mean, I think it'll probably get made. But yeah, I'm not. I I don't 
I don't think it's going to have much of an audience at all. Have they actually said what the format is going to be? Like, I'm looking at the Wired article that talks about it. I can't figure out from the article, like, whether it's going to be fiction, documentary, or, you know? like I'm is it pretty gonna sure be... it's going to be fiction. Yeah. So, yeah. like, a, a dramatized version of some of the stories from yeah. the movie, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It could go either way. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I can't, I can't see that finding an audience, really. I can see why HBO might think there'd be an audience. I can't see it finding one. Hmm. Okay. See, I th- they they actually. Of course, do I would have said of... the same thing about Game of Thrones, and right. people love. Well, it. they they do a decent <laughs> number of of uh, well, how can they work tits into it? I yes. mean, that's the real question because yeah. all their shows have to have nudity of some kind. <laughs> it's be like a bunch of nerdy like video game developers at like a strip club or something. Right. Yeah, Every exactly. episode. <laughs> no, it's actually it Can't actually you make cracks a game me up. about. No, no, I can't get the I can't get the boob physics right. Well, we need to go research this. <laughs> the, no, I, I actually am pretty sure that they have like a quota because there was an episode of Born to Death this season where like just one episode. Where went, yeah, like, there was a spa. Ran, well, no, there's one like random full frontal nudity in like one of the Born to Death episodes this last season. So yeah, hilarious. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't quite imagine. I was going to say that they do a decent number of documentary shows. It's just nobody talks about them. Yeah, you know, like they do stuff that like they had. Uh, I think Spike Lee has done some documentary shows for them, and they've they've had some other things. It's just not the stuff that gets any buzz because nobody gives a shit. They do that twenty four seven where they follow around the hockey team, and uh, those are like those are so really good. good sh- they that, are really good. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like those. That's the uh, that's the HBO team based out of New York, and those guys crush everything mm-hmm. they do they just make incredible incredible documentaries like yeah see that's the thing those 24 sevens things are like the highest the highest caliber of documentary like that's like feature level documentaries but they like do it episodically and it's so 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 well done it's like it's baffling yes see Sorry. i had never heard of that and mm-hmm. i feel like that's the achilles heel right there you know like it, I've never heard of this twenty four seven show. So yeah, I think probably, you should watch it, even if you don't like sports, just because it's so fucking well done. No, I actually. So the funny thing is, I loved Moneyball, and I think I do actually like sports. I just don't make the time to watch them, and I don't, you know, mm-hmm. <coughs> the rules of football. So <laughs> yeah. that's okay. Most people who play Madden don't seem to understand it either. Yeah, most fans don't understand the rules of football. But yeah, so I guess I, I'm saying my argument is that it's probably if they're going to buy stuff, they're probably going to not going to make a documentary. That was the long that was the short version of what I was saying. Jeff, real quick. Mhm. True Blood averages 4.49 million viewers a season. Sopranos averaged 8.2 million viewers a season. Fine, he had to prove me wrong. Cuz that's my show. I, <laughs> I love the Sopranos. That it was getting like ridiculous ratings, but no, no, it, get, it gets a lot of attention from the media. Like the now, highest... True Blood might make them more money. Maybe that's what you're thinking, Jeff. It's yeah, it might make more money. Like um, the last season, True Blood averaged five million viewers. With the, the most they've ever averaged uh, during a season is five million, and the most the Sopranos ever averaged was ten point nine nine. So in season four, yeah. Although, also to be fair, the the um... to be fair. There's a lot more competition these days for that. Oh yeah, yeah. when, yes. when so Sopranos that's, came that's out, that's actually was, a really good point. It was yeah, yeah things are entirely like different now. It was just well, in Sopranos. 2000, their last season in 2007, they were getting 8.23 million. Mm-hmm. Well, like when I watched, when me and Jen watched The Sopranos, um, we watched like the first season of it so good. a few years back, and it was it was good. 
I we didn't dislike it at all, but you know, I mean, like I was like, man, this probably was probably made a lot there bigger was splash. Nothing on out. TV like yeah. that. Yeah, it changed TV because yeah. we had seen things like it, and it was the same thing uh, when we watched. Well, I feel like if you've seen Breaking of, Bad, watched, it's hard to go yes. back and watch Sopranos and be like, "This is groundbreaking." But you have to understand, yeah. like, without Sopranos, Breaking Bad yeah, never exactly. exists. Well, yeah, it's just like I, same you know, Batman, I watched Goodfellas. I watched Goodfellas before I watched Godfather, and Godfather didn't seem as good because Goodfellas came after and did the same things and improved on them. You know, well, exactly. I know that's um, I know that's scandal. It, it's well, no, the same no, thing. Goodfellas he, is considered like. Maybe the one movie better than The Godfather. Well, we watched, me and Jen watched um, a few episodes of Weeds like a few months back. And I remember when it came out, it was like this shocking, you know, kind of thing. And it was just like, really? This feels like tame (laughs) and silly, you know? Oh, yeah. No, I remember when people were like, before Breaking Breaking Bad started out, it was just like, oh, so it's a a guy doing weeds. So it's weeds. Yeah. Yeah. No. (laughs) Breaking Bad is not, yeah. Well, yeah, when you have a show about meth, it's like you can't. That's it. Like you've you've actually just reached the end, because meth yeah. is actually just the worst drug on the planet. So. Well, and then they also have him murder somebody within like what two episodes or three episodes. I don't even remember how quickly that like somebody ends up getting murdered. And it takes a it takes a lot longer for it to get that serious on weeds. Yeah. All right, I think we have hit the end of the game. No, 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 no. We got to flip it around. We got to flip it around. Oh, whoa, whoa. Well, okay. What? I think we've reached the end of the game <laughs> and the end of the podcast. Yeah. There's that chill. There's that chill. I think it's that special feeling when we do that. Because no, I was no about to say it, but then I... Jace came in and he was talking to me. Sorry. Keep going. Jace. Just ruined stuff. Um, ruined everything. But yeah, so we hope you guys enjoyed listening. Um, we really enjoyed Mitch not being here. This was so I'm kidding. Good. Mitch was listening to the podcast and was like, Eddie, you're the worst friend. You hate me. <laughs> so apparently I ragged on Mitch a lot <laughs> last time. Um, so I didn't have anybody to share my jokes with. Mm-hmm. And make mm-hmm. googly eyes with. Through yeah. the internet. Through that. I just stare at his picture. <laughs> the Skype picture of Darth Vader. And he's, scary. And he's staring at yours, too. Yeah. He's like, oh, and for me. So please rate and review the podcast. Um, we'd appreciate it on iTunes. Um, do that for us. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're twitter.com slash gamer sushi. I'm twitter.com slash Eddie Rivas. I'm twitter.com slash unsquare. I'm twitter.com slash Anthony Taylor underscore. And I'm twitter.com slash Nick Camardo. Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. Tune in next week for your next Resident Evil 6 update. Aw, yeah. 292 days, spoiler alert.